Should you choose to forgo your individual rooms, please use this key to stay as a couple in the fantasy suite. Hello and welcome to Fantasy Suites, where your hosts, Ash and Rach, discuss the sweet and salty of everyone's favorite reality TV series, The Bachelor. Will you accept our rose? Hello, fam. Hello, fam. How's it going? It's going. It's it's early for me. It's 8.30 in the morning. Yeah, How is it going for you? I have a lot of respect now because <laughs> I would not be getting up at 8.30 in the morning. <laughs> well, hello, hello, world. Um, It's Rach. And Ash. And we have a very special guest today. Yes. Our very good friend Christy is here. Hi, Christy. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. We're so excited you're here to talk about The Bachelor with us. Thanks. I'm excited. It's going to be so fun. There's so much to talk about. So much. Oh, my gosh. So I was going to say where to begin, but I know where I want to begin. And that... <laughs> And that is with the fact, A, that, like, so much has happened in the Bachelor world since our last episode. I didn't know so much could happen in a week. But first of all, um, JoJo Fletcher has a clothing line, JoJo from Ben's season, called Fletch, and it is so cute. Um, And then Lauren B from Ben's season, not the Lauren B we don't like. Right. Um, she is releasing a rose line. Which is my jam, honestly. I'm so excited. I am I think we talked about this the other night and I said, um, you can try the clothes. Yeah. And I will try the wine. Christy, do you have one that you want to try, the clothes or the wine? I think I want clothes. I'm not a big wine fan. Me either. You know what? We don't need that kind of negativity. Here. <laughs> You're outnumbered, Ash. Well, yeah. I represent America, okay? <laughs> um, and then Sean B. from Caitlin's season is opening a gym. Oh, is he? He is. Okay, I feel like he, it's a very like post-ex-bachelor thing to do. Well, he apparently one of his friends in Nashville closed their gym so he like took over and is like renovating it and is like making his own gym but he's been like killing it he has like meal plans and all this kind of stuff he's like really into it I don't know I'm all for it I yeah I mean that's me I'll do the perfect (laughs) you're not gonna catch me dead in the gym but you'll catch me with a glass of rosé in my hand Perfect. And I'll, I'll wear the rompers. Rachel <laughs> will be the romper queen. Um, nothing but good things for JoJo and Lauren Bushnell, to be honest. We do love JoJo in this, pod, in this podcast. This is a JoJo loving zone. Yes, always. Um, JoJo liked my tweet once because I said, she said that she loved One Direction and I said, this is why you're my favorite bachelorette and she liked my tweet. So this is why she's my favorite bachelorette too. Christy, do you like One Direction? I do. (gasps) Yes. This is a match made in heaven. I can fit in, fit into the crew. (laughs) 
She's like, I can jive. Um, <laughs> I can hang. Um, okay, so before we get into the date, I want to talk about um, the Lincoln rumors. And for those of you who don't know, there are these really disgusting rumors that are going around about Lincoln. Lincoln is the Nigerian immigrant, which is important later because people are dumb and said that he was British. But anyway, he's Nigerian. And he works in a tech industry. And I guess people are spreading this rumor that even though he's been in the United States for a long time, that he doesn't know how to work a toilet and that he used to like poop on the floor. And I just think it's super racist and gross and not true. And I just, I'm not here for it. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, I don't think anybody can argue with that. It's just disgusting. And I wanted to address it and just say that people are gross. And just because he's from Africa doesn't mean he doesn't know how to use a toilet. Like, that's just ridiculous. Yeah. And can I say, watching the episode when um, Jordan started going in on his accent, I was like, dude. I'm mad at Jordan right now. We're in a fight. Yeah. We're, Jordan is canceled in my book. <laughs> and we used to love him so much (laughs) did we did we really did we ever i don't know you were the one who liked him no i didn't yeah you said that you're oh well he's the male crystal i guess so i don't don't, yeah i guess that doesn't mean you liked him but i felt like you did i like him purely as a source of drama (laughs) and then when he started getting icky i was like okay no canceled yes done Okay, so let's jump into the episode. What did you guys think overall? Like, was it a good episode? Was it a bad episode? Was it boring? Was it not boring? What do you think, Christy? So I think overall, like, the only drama you had was at the end. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning, I was like, well, this is kind of like, where are we going? What are we doing with this? Mm -hmm. Outside of weeding out a handful. (laughs) i still don't know who half these guys are so i think honestly i think that's what makes it so difficult at the beginning of the season because like you have your favorites but they're also like who the producers want you to like you know so it's like you know what i mean like it's, it's just one of those things that's like i don't like when she gave out her roses and we'll talk about this later when she gave out her roses the first five roses she gave out i knew one of the guys i was like i don't know who the rest of these guys are yep same yeah definitely i'm like don't know who you are even so okay right oh glad you got a rose yeah and i was listening to stassi schroeder's podcast yesterday because she's um on vanderpump rules and she's like my favorite cast member on vanderpump rules and she had becca on and i guess they wrapped filming two weeks before the premiere oh my gosh two weeks that's nuts so she was like, yeah, I'm excited to say that I'm engaged. I've been engaged for two weeks. And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> I, I didn't even think they were allowed to say that at the end. I think they're allowed to say that they're engaged, but I think they're not allowed to say to who. Yeah. Okay. I, I didn't think they were allowed to say that. But I think that rule has changed, though, in the, in yeah. the past. Probably. Because it used to be that they were, like, "Mm, tight-lipped about it. Yeah, because that's the first season I've ever heard of somebody saying it before. Yeah. Like, confirmed they were engaged to someone else. Yeah. I think I was reading somewhere that Rachel said it. Um, Yeah, she did. 
but like that was kind of unprecedented at the time that she said it oh okay so it's a new thing so you know rachel setting precedents per usual (laughs) um rachel killed it in this episode yeah she did um okay so becca looked really cute on her bike Mm -hmm. and blake is hecka cute like i want to cuddle him (laughs) you know i want to cuddle him and i'm not even (laughs) we men and i don't cuddle but (laughs) he's he's so cute he's so sweet and then i was actually okay so when david came on the screen i was like who is this and it's chicken guy he's Mm. cute he is cute and he's sweet I didn't expect to like Chicken Guy. <laughs> um, so Clay, Nick, Chris R, David, Jean Blanc, Jordan, Connor, and Lincoln get the group date. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she decides to pamper them because she was pampered on her first date. Which is cute. I think that's very cute of her. I, I think so too. But I just remember her first date being kind of awkward. Like, yeah. I just remember, like, Ari just sitting there watching her, like, try dresses on. <laughs> As he likes to sit and creepily stare at people, you know. I love that. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> um, so, I was going to say, I, th- I think it was much cuter to do the pampering as, like, a group date than a one-on-one. Yes, Because it, it was significantly less creepy. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, creepy. it was still a little creepy, though. I think you have to admit that, like... <laughs> She didn't know what to do with herself in the middle. Right. Yes. yes. She's standing there. She like, was like, do um, I look? <laughs> all these men disrobing around me, you know, do I look? To be well, fair. Of course you look. What kind of question <laughs> is that? Of course you look. Because she's like, uh, no, duh. <laughs> Not everybody looks. I'm just saying. I wouldn't know whether to look. I don't know, but mm. I'm awkward. Um... <laughs> I feel like, honestly, Becca is a natural bachelorette. Agreed. Like. I thought that from her first season. Like, from the very beginning of her first season. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she just handles it with such grace. And, like, you can tell that, like, she really wants to find love, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She comes across as very sincere, always. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just, like, genuine. Like, I want to be her best friend. <laughs> And I don't regret sending her money for alcohol. Not like, at all. all. <laughs> Not one little bit. Um, so, I think it was Jordan who said, was. who said, as far as being in clothes and being comfortable, no one is going to beat me at it. And I think the only person who might lose to being comfortable in clothes are, like, nudists. <laughs> I can't. I can't. <laughs> because I've never heard anybody say, like, <laughs> I'm the best at being comfortable in clothes. I'm the best at being comfortable in Like, how do you take that? <laughs> you can't take that seriously. I think I took it as cocky. Yeah. Just, like, super, super prideful. And you're, and, I mean, that's attractive to some people, but... One, it's not attractive to me. Two, I don't think it's attractive to Becca at all. No. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think she's too she's too down to earth for that, you know? Uh-huh. And she's not playing games. Like, she's no. here to find her man. Yes. 
and like that's it end of story yep i agree so she takes the guys from the so they get all dressed up in these suits um which was kind of funny because like the camera zoomed in on the hangers and all the hangers had the guys names on them and then becca was like go find your size and it's like they're already labeled <laughs> like <laughs> if you want to pretend that they have to try all these on maybe don't zoom in on the hangers. don't say go find don't yeah don't put labels on them seriously um so she takes them out into like this beautiful i don't know what was it like a I wasn't even like a village it was like green hills or something like that and these guys think they're gonna do something like nice and fancy and surprise Rachel and Brian show up and it's an obstacle course and these guys are gonna get messy love it I loved it keep them on their toes don't let them get comfy and and Brian I have okay. I was not Brian's biggest fan. I was Team Peter all the way. Brian struck me as a little creepy. Like I wasn't the biggest fan of how he like interacted with his fam, but I really liked him. Yeah, I think that I you know obviously um, you know that I haven't had the chance to watch Rachel's season yet, but like I feel like not knowing him that well, he came across as like super genuine and sweet. And very, like, good at her side. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, Rachel had said in, like, an interview when they asked her about Peter, because, like, Peter said he wasn't sure if he was ready to get married, and that seemed to be, like, the only reason she picked Brian, like, when you watched the season, and every so everybody was mad, and everybody wanted justice for Peter, also goes Peter's heck hot. Um, <laughs> he's so beautiful. Um, but... Like, so she said that there was a lot that the cameras, like, didn't see. And this just kind of, like, or didn't show. And, like, yeah. kind of, like, reaffirms that for me. And, like, oh, wow. Like, they really did have this good chemistry. Yeah. This whole time. And we just never saw it. Because Brian was actually super cute and not creepy and fake at all. <laughs> it's always, it comes down to the edit, doesn't it? It always comes down to the edit. I wonder if that's mm-hmm. what I could say, like, when I don't like people. I can just be like, it comes down to the edit. (laughs) (laughs) We'll say that to Jordan. God. (laughs) Um, Becca was flawless. That dress was gorgeous. And then Rachel, when she announces like all these things that they have to do, the final one that they have to do (laughs) is they have this wedding cake and they have to find like, as usual, a giant ring. There's always something where people have to find a giant ring. It just always happens. And, but they're not allowed to use their hands. And so Rachel announces this by saying what that mouth do. (laughs) What that mouth do though. (laughs) I love her so much. She's the best. <laughs> I haven't even watched her season, and I'm like, I love this girl. I feel like she almost fell trap, though, to, like, what we were talking about last week, where they're super, like, you love them in their, in their like, bachelor season, and then they become the bachelorette, and they kind of lose that sparkle a little bit. Yeah. And, like, I, so it's like, I, like, missed seeing her like this. Yeah. For sure. Chrissy, did you watch Rachel's season at all? I've seen, like, bits and pieces of it, but it's been a while. Yeah. So it's, like, 
I have to go back and go, man, it's been a while since I watched that season. I'll have to go back and like watch it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the guys were like falling over themselves and then they had to go in this vat of like cold water and their faces were <laughs> so good. <laughs> Clay's Clay was the best to watch during that. Clay didn't Clay Harbor or male Lane Bryant didn't care. Like he, he did not like, flinch. No. Meanwhile, Brian's yelling at these guys about shrinkage. (laughs) (laughs) And Clay is like, I don't care. I got so endeared by Clay this week, you guys. I did too. He's so cute. I don't think he's going to win, but I think he's going to go to paradise. Oh, if he goes to paradise. Oh, he'll be so sweet. I know. I want him to find love in paradise. Yes. He could be the next back. I think you he'll guys. go far, saying. though. You think what, Christy? I I think he'll go far. Oh, I, I think he'll go far to the end. Like, I don't think he'll go all the way to the end, but I think he'll go. Like, hometowns? Like, final, final, yeah, probably final mm-hmm. four, final five. So. I can see that. They they highlight I, yeah. him a lot. So, I feel mm-hmm. like you're right. Yeah. Um. So, Lincoln went. Oh, wait, no. Lincoln gets accused of cheating. <laughs> Because he gets out of the water thing before someone who claims he got in before Lincoln. And I'm kind of defensive of Lincoln. Like, I think I said last week that Lincoln, Colton, Connor, and Blake were my favorites. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm a little protective of Lincoln. Yeah. I think that before this week, I was kind of like, mm, I don't know about this guy. Like, he kind of, I just don't know. And then this week, I was like, no. Like, if you come at him, I'm going to come at you, you know? Right. Because I remember last week, you were like, we're going to get some drama with Lincoln. And I was like, oh, no. And I, he reminded me of that guy that I didn't date, but that was, yeah. Um <laughs> But I, he doesn't remind me of that anymore. <laughs> because okay. he seems like a good guy. He does. Um, so Lincoln misses the vase with the flowers. And they turn this into this big deal of like, like, you have to go back and put the flowers in the vase. And I was like, oh my God, calm down. <laughs> I think that um, the thing was, is like, you know, they're all like accusing him of cheating. And they all cheated. Yeah. Like, they were all using their hands during the wedding cake. Like, I'm sitting there, like, screaming at the screen, you're all cheaters! <laughs> so. And so, David ends up being one of the final two with Lincoln in a battle for the win. hmm And Lincoln wins. Yay, Lincoln. Because Lincoln is awesome. Oh, God, I love him so much. <laughs> um... He gets to take a picture with Becca after he proposes to her. <laughs> Fake proposes, yeah. He didn't say do the damn thing, did he? No, he didn't. <sighs> what a missed opportunity. I swear, if they don't say it when they propose, whoever it is, I'm fighting them. Gonna be bad. <laughs> Um, like somebody, if like, if a certain kind of person wins, I think a lot of people are going to be like, yeah, well, you know, yeah. he wasn't going to say it anyway. 
<laughs> um, the testosterone was rampant Ooh. at the like at the thing afterwards. I don't know if it's a cocktail party, but like the hangout, the chill zone. Yeah, they were they were going in on each other a little bit. And Becca, okay, Ash, mm-hmm. let's talk about Becca's jumpsuit. <gasps> Can we? <laughs> I'm you guys. I'm so I'm so obsessed with her. Like I have the biggest crush on her. That jumpsuit, though, it was so pretty. Like she walked out, and I was like, oh. <laughs> I saw her in the jumpsuit and was like, oh, Ash is going to die. Like, that's death coming for me. Yeah, it was cute. Definitely. She has such good sense of style. Like, it's not, like, over the top. It feels like she shops at Target. But, like, in a class... Cl- she shops at Target. <laughs> Target. Target. Yeah, exactly. She is so, like, she's very um, relatable. But... She also is glamorous. Oh my gosh. Yes. And she's perfect. Just saying. She can do Wicked can do no wrong you guys. Yeah. I wonder how much of it she picks versus is picked for her. True. Like, you know they have stylists on the show who help pick some of that out. I wonder if she gets to keep it. Oh, I'm sure she does. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. that'd be amazing. I would wear that red jumpsuit all the time. Yes, <laughs> I would wear the blue dress from the cocktail party. Like, oh my gosh, it was so just like on a Tuesday. I would show up at Walmart. Like, <laughs> look at my dress, you guys. <laughs> hey guys, I just need some milk, but uh, <laughs> check me out. I'm awesome. <laughs> um, Becca gives Lincoln a present. Mm-hmm. It's a framed photo of their wedding thing. I don't know. I think he's goofy and funny and sweet and cute. Like, he takes it so well. And then he gets a kiss. Uh, yes. Was his the first kiss of the season? No. Who was? She kissed... Didn't she kiss Garrett night one? Did she really? Yeah, and I, I think she kissed she kissed Leo night one, but it wasn't aired. But there was, like, a picture that circulated the webs that she did kiss Leo night one. They just didn't air it. <laughs> we all know what that means for Leo. <laughs> Not good things, guys. Not Maybe. good things. <laughs> <laughs> Leo and his mustache. We'll get to that soon. Um, so then Lincoln takes this picture out of the his like one-on-one time with Becca mm-hmm. and the guys like freak out Connor I'm mad at Connor I feel like that Tyra Banks gif where she's like I was rooting for you <laughs> we were all rooting for you yes I liked Connor and now yeah. I think he's the villain I think I, yeah I see and I sit on the other side of that one I totally see Connor's side of it totally see Connor's mm, side. Interesting. Mm. I I do because I think like you're going like okay so you you know like a couple of you're dating the same dating the same person and then like you're going to put this picture up on in a in a public area when you're all sitting there having what I imagine to be an awkward conversation anyway while they're you know away on their like 
mini one-on-one things. Right. And, like, you put it up in the middle. Like, I feel like that's something, like, you have to put that up in your hotel room or your <laughs> wherever you're staying. But I think it was super appropriate for him to, like, put this big picture in the middle of the table. And, like, I feel like it was kind of taunting everybody else. That's fair. Yeah, I, I, I guess like when I was, yeah. I guess I just, like... I feel like he wasn't trying to be mean. Like, I feel like it wasn't ill-intentioned. Like, I feel like he was laughing about it. And it's like, I just feel like these guys, especially on The Bachelorette, go zero to 100. Like, zero to testosterone-fueled in a drop of a hat. And it's like, calm down. Like, you can't, you don't have that strong of a connection with her yet to be, like, to throw the picture in the pool. Like, yeah. That was a little much. I feel like, to be fair, from all sides, I feel as though, like, you have known her for a week. And, like, first of all, she's not your property. True. Like, you don't get to, like, I feel like, okay, so from Lincoln's end, I feel like he was maybe a little overgloaty. Agreed. You know, like, you've known her for a week, just like they all have. Calm down. You know? And from Connor's end, like, dude... It's a picture. He might be being a little, you know, crass, but like, calm down. Right. Like, I, I think that like, when Connor was like, mad that Becca brought it up to him, and was like, this is taking away from my time. It's like, no, Connor, you have to like, own up to your actions. And that you, you literally just threw glass into a pool, you idiot. Right. And, and then it's like, and so it's it's not Lincoln's fault that you now have to own up to your actions, but Lincoln did go over the top with, like, the sobbing. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I don't know. Well, I think Becca addressed it well, though. I like, do, too. Brought it up and said, hey, I need to, like, really think about this. And I think she legitimately did, but didn't, like, yeah. bring that into her next... Like, bring that into the rest of the episode. Which is very mature of her. God, I love her. <laughs> we could be here all day. We could just dedicate <laughs> this entire segment to the praises of Becca. <laughs> um, there was that guy. I don't know who he was because I don't know who half of these men are. Um, <laughs> who said that he wants to be pushed intellectually. And I'm always super cautious of men who say they want to be pushed intellectually. Yeah. Because they want to be pushed intellectually, but not challenged. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of um, a buzz term almost. Yeah. Like, like, I want to be pushed intellectually, which means that, you know, most women don't push me intellectually. Ooh. Yeah. Good point. Yeah. It's like, Mm. so what you're saying kind of implicitly there is that a woman who pushes you intellectually is a rarity. Oh, because he's, like, so smart. Yeah. Mm. That's what bothers me a little bit. I When, when he said that, I was like, mm-hmm. I, I'm honestly really concerned about the pool, guys. Like, I know that sounds dumb, <laughs> but you literally just threw a glass photo into the, into the pool. Well, they're going to have to, like, drain it. And drain the it. pool. Yeah. Mm. It it didn't break in the pool though. Like I think it broke on the side. And bounced. Oh, okay. 
Because it wouldn't have broken. You know what I mean? Like, you wouldn't have heard the glass shatter. I think that was also a little bit of a dramatic effect added <laughs> by our ever-lovely Bachelor Sound Department. <laughs> like, that, that glass shattering effect had me laughing out loud. It was so loud. <laughs> I was like, what? I was like, did you mic the picture for him? <laughs> like, is that why that's so loud? <laughs> <laughs> um did you put a mic on a picture frame <laughs> i just was wondering like <laughs> um i did think becca had a really good point that connor's reaction was a little bit concerning mm-hmm. like where she said like i'm looking for a man that can still stay respectful and handle himself well yes. like i think she made a good point like the fact that he got so jealous so quick and then immediately reacted that way would be concerning to me yes agreed Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um, we got another lovely tidbit from our f- not favorite model, Jordan. TikTok, let's make it rock. <laughs> I feel like he's gonna give us something every week that we get to laugh about. He is he is crystal. You're right. You win. He absolutely is a male crystal. Absolutely. Boom. That was glitter. That was glitter. <laughs> <laughs> the next week we get um, professionality. If you saw the preview. Yes. I'm so excited for that. Did anyone get the rose? On the first, Do we know? On the first date? Yeah. I think it was Lincoln. No. No, because Lincoln gets a rose at the rose ceremony. Right. I think, wasn't it John Blanc? Yes, it was John Blanc. You're right. Perfect. And it was just like out of his one-on-one. Like. Oh, that's why I missed it. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't anything like when they, when she gave it, I like. Because I record my episodes and watch them back. So I like mm-hmm. stopped it and rewound it to his one-on-one. Because I was like, that didn't like come out to me as important. Yeah. So I went back and watched it. So John Bont got it. Yeah, I remember. He got a kiss, too. Yeah. I feel like I remember watching um, her give that rose, like Christy said, and being like, wait a minute, what? Like, I don't remember I anything remarkable. I have a note. I literally have a note that says, did anyone get the rose? Question mark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then Jordan and some irrelevant person, I don't know whose name it is, decide to make fun of Lincoln's accent and call him British. This man is Nigerian. Yeah. He is from Nigeria. Did England colonize Nigeria? Yes. Does that mean that they have a like hint of English accent? Yes, but they are different. I feel like, and I'm, I guess my question is, and I'm not at all defending them, because when they did that, I was literally bristling. Like, I was like, you know, yeah. I was so mad. Um, didn't he say that he spent um, a couple years in Britain? Oh, maybe. I feel like he said that at one point, and I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong. But honestly, like... I feel like you could be right. Yeah. But even then, like, he's from Nigeria. And even if he spent a couple of years in Britain, like, you're making fun of a British accent when he's Nigerian. Like, back off. Also... And I wonder... I wonder, and again, not defending, because as we all know, I'm angry about this. Do they know he's from Nigeria? I mean... Because it could be one of those things that's, like, when you hear a South African accent, you're like, oh, are they from Australia? Like, you try to, like, place it, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think well, it, had to, too, like... it had to come up. 
Okay, that's fair. You like, there's no way in a week's time that you've been hanging like and spending all this time with these people, and mm. that conversation hasn't happened yet. Oh, true. Yeah. So even if we didn't see it on the episode, like I'm sure that conversation and that, like that has happened, and that's like general knowledge of everyone. Yeah, and I think really? what what bothers me is like the inherent racism in making fun of a black man's accent is. I was so I was like, I'm sitting. I watch on Hulu on my computer, and I'm like sitting there gripping my mouse, like, oh, I'm so mm-hmm. mad right now. So yeah, that was definitely bothersome. That was the moment I was like, I have it in my notes, in all caps. I was like, Jordan is canceled. <laughs> I think that concerns well, me more than Connor's reaction. True. Like, yeah. And, and I and I don't know that I I should feel that way. However, I do feel that way. Of like, I would much rather be with someone who can get upset and then come back and go, "Whoa, that was the the wrong way to react," versus somebody who's in there gut reaction is to make fun of someone racially. Yeah. Fair. Good point. But, that is fair. I mean, but, yeah. And, like, let's be real. Jordan's not gonna win this. Jordan's gonna go on Paradise. Mm-hmm. Jordan's not gonna find love in Paradise, and he's uh, just gonna go back to being a mom. I don't know. I'm gonna interject there. I don't know if he's not gonna find love on Paradise, because we got pictures this week of Crystal Nielsen on Paradise. And I have That's a feeling true. that when Jordan and Crystal meet, we're going to see some stuff. That's like a match made in heaven. Match made in heaven. Agreed. I was like, when I figured that out, I was watching um, this week's Bachelorette. And Rachel, it was you who had sent me pictures of Crystal that she had snapped on set of Paradise. Mm-hmm. And so when I connected those dots and I was like, they're going to be on Paradise together. Yeah. I was like, oh, this is going to be good. Ugh. I think, I mean, um, I'm happy for them. Yeah, yeah go for it. Like, live your best life. <laughs> it's like Ari and Lauren, yeah. you know? <laughs> go live your best life. Except for the fact that we don't follow Ari and Lauren on Instagram. No. Um, Blake gets the one-on-one. Love Blake. He's so cute. He is the best kind of nerdy cute. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Matches her really well. And I've decided that if Blake is not the winner and if blake does not go on paradise i'm deaf gonna try and slide into his dms <laughs> but i think i think you know i think you've got a shot there i think that'll work i gotta shoot my shot you've, you've got to take you, you be like hamilton don't throw away your shot <laughs> <laughs> i think he'll go far in this season though yeah, I do too. I think he's potential bachelor material. Yep. yep. I if he doesn't win. Yes. Um, so they go to this grungy warehouse and Becca seems to not know what she what they're gonna do. Yeah. Which is weird to me because I think normally the bachelorette plans the dates. So Chris Harrison she said at some point that Chris Harrison planned it. Oh, yeah, okay. she said Harrison brought us here. <laughs> she called him Harrison, yep. which I thought was hilarious. I love that. Um so he has like a helmets and stuff and it turns out that they're literally just going to destroy things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I it's think- brilliant. I yeah. think it's a brilliant date. Yeah. I think like it's so, I mean, I was kind of split in two, but one part was bigger than the other. So this like smaller part was like, okay, 
like I get what the the criticism I've kind of seen floating around online a little bit lately is like if you don't ever let her move on from this like she can never move on from Ari if you don't let her move on from Ari you know um so there was one small part of me that was like "Mm, let's not bring him up on her first date with somebody but then also for any woman who has ever had her heart shattered which is like a universal experience I was like crying I was like yes like the feeling of like visceral revenge was so great and it was narrated by little John which is makes it even better I my little Aries heart was thrilled by this date. <laughs> revenge. I think oh, it was like, sweet to share it with, to share it with Blake though too, and like yeah, that moment of like ending what I was through in the past and like walking into something new with Blake. And he was so cute. He was like, I am so happy just to like see her this happy. Like he was just so happy for her, and like. That is what she needs. She needs a guy that's, like, her equal and her partner. Because, like, when they talk later, like, at the dinner where they don't eat, because they never eat. They never um, eat. They, at the dinner where they don't eat, like, it was just, ob- like, obvious that they are, like, on an equal playing field. Like, she's not smarter than him. He's not smarter than her. They both are on this, like, equal playing field of where they could, like, easily balance each other out. Yes. Yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, for sure. And it when, when he the, said that thing normal. about... It felt, yeah, well, yeah, I think it felt incredibly, like, normal, like, natural for them to be together. And they said that at one point, you know? They were like, it just feels very natural for us to be together. Yeah. He's a sweetie pie. I'm I'm halfway obsessed with him. If he doesn't win and he's not the next Bachelor, I don't know what I'll do. But see, okay, that's how I felt about Peter. <laughs> <laughs> he was supposed to be Peter- the next Bachelor, you guys. Let's not forget that. God, I just, like, that picture of Peter filling up the kiddie pool, like, is forever burned in my memory, and I just die every time. Oh, man. I love him so much. Every time, I just can't help it because, like, you know, every time I think about Peter, I think about how Becca M. calls Ari not Peter. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so, weird connection here, but when... Um, when they were making out, um, have you guys, again, really weird connection. Have you guys seen Jessica Jones on Netflix? No. 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 Okay. Well, on the show, they have, like, sex scenes and stuff, but they feel like they're filmed in a way that, like, you feel like you're watching, like, an intimate moment. Like, it doesn't feel like, it doesn't feel like you're watching something that's supposed to, like, I don't know, like, be super sexy. Like, you just feel like you're watching something super intimate. So you kind of feel like you're intruding. And that's how I felt about their makeout session. <laughs> yeah. I like, agree. I felt like I just shouldn't be watching it. <laughs> it was very cute how they're, like, walking down the street. And Becca's like, before you go, though, and, like, pulls, I was like, this is, like, something out of a movie. Yeah. I know. It was super cute. So, moving on to date number three. Dodgeball. Garrett, Ricky, John, Alan, Alex. Uh, not Alan. Ryan. <laughs> who's, I was going to... Honestly, I didn't even hesitate because I was like, well. I don't know how these guys. Kriston, who they call Chris, but it's Kriston. Mm-hmm. 
Trent, Leo, Wills, and Colton go on the date. Jason and some blonde guy who looks like Ariana's brother on Vanderpump Rules <laughs> don't get a date. Yeah, there, there was this guy, and he—I think it was—I think it was some other guy, and I don't even know his name. And I was like, "There's another guy with long hair here." Like I thought it was just Leo. Did you know that Leo did softcore? I. Did I found that out this week? He did porn, you guys. Skinamax. <laughs> not surprising. I, <laughs> I did not know that, but not surprised or shocked. It's on his IMDb page, so it's not like it's some big secret. I feel like, like Chrissy said, though, you look at him and you're just like, mm, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> so, can did. Did it happen in the previous seasons that there's two people that didn't get a date in the second episode, or is that new? That's happened before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because they've they've added more people, like more suitors, I guess you could say. <laughs> and so there's usually like the first few weeks someone who doesn't get a date, and they always freak out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they usually stay anyway. Yep. Because well, because how can what? you send them home if you have to talk to them? exactly and they usually make like a very concerted effort to like talk to them during the cocktail party Mm -hmm. and i think people like respect that like people like while we do we all see the little like can i steal her away it's like i do think that like you see i've seen in like previous seasons where people kind of get that there's like an order like people are going to talk to them and like it doesn't seem like like people aren't like outright sabotaging people i mean this season these guys seem to want to sabotage each other really early (laughs) um but i also think it's Uh, jordan yeah i also think it's different because like on the bachelor on the bachelor these girls become like best friends like these girls literally find their bridesmaids on the show and then on the bachelorette like ben higgins was saying that sean b was his best friend on on the bachelorette but they haven't talked in like or hung out in like two years. Men are weird. For real. <laughs> I don't understand male friendship. Like it's very just like and I feel like one of the things that is being kind of highlighted this season, and I feel like maybe sometimes it's always the case, especially when you've got, you know, upwards of twenty, twenty five dudes um all hanging out in the same house. But it's like there's a lot of like chest beating like very neanderthal kind of activity and i'm just like hey guys like maybe chill out a little bit you know you don't have to be so hyper masculine and it's happening so early yeah yeah it feels like people are being very possessive of becca very early and i'm like "Mm." (laughs) i don't know how i feel about that um the kids on the volleyball date were not volleyball dodgeball were so cute. they were adorable of course they were and i love i loved that one of them said you think becca wants trash <laughs> yes i love the little girl she was cracking me up she was like move it and i oh i was dying they were so cute i loved it um they were talking about how some the one of the announcers like something about volleyball in the nude <laughs> and not just like made my boobs hurt <laughs> he made some joke about volleyball at a nudist colony mm-hmm. yeah it makes my like I, I just feel like there's a lot of stuff flapping around at that point. 
<laughs> too much. I bet a lot of those guys probably wish, you know. <laughs> um, I really love the fact that Kristan didn't care about hitting Becca. Yes. Like, he went for it. And I was like, yes. Because I would be so mad if these guys were like, we're going to hide behind you because they're not going to hit you. Like, no. Yeah, I thought that was a crap. Let's play dodgeball. I thought that was crap strategy i was like you what are you literally you're gonna hide behind the girl you know because the other guys won't hit her like are you kidding me if i was a guy on the other side i'd be like here's a dodgeball at your face like (laughs) you're playing you know yeah like becca is doesn't seem like the type to like want someone who's not gonna like play dodgeball yeah i don't know i think i was more crapped out by the like let's hide behind her yeah anything else like you know that part of it made me like oh that's that's a really sissy way of playing this game for real (laughs) especially Um, your belief that they're not gonna hit her and then kristan is like i will (laughs) (laughs) kristan does not care and i love it i love it he's great um trampoline dodgeball is so fun i've played it before and my friends and i want to go again and play it and it is just like an extra level of dodgeball i don't know that i could handle like i I mean i have really bad memories associated with dodgeball you guys like it's 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 not yeah middle school was not a fun time for me or nor do i think it was for anybody but i feel like if you add trampolines to dodgeball that is a level of physical activity that i'm just like "Mm, i'm good i'm gonna sit here with lauren b's rose and watch you guys do it (laughs) (laughs) um i leo trashed the pink team because he was always the last one standing they have no heart and yeah he said the only guy who had a heart was me (laughs) (laughs) and then i just let's talk about garrett Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who i don't feel like is genuine literally at all yeah i think um i think it's difficult knowing what we know about garrett now yep um to have that come out like ahead of the season now and to watch her kind of like develop this connection with him you kind of wonder if it's a very similar situation as like ari with crystal where um you know he was like i mean and i i will not I don't like speaking positively of Ari, but in the case of Crystal, he was very unaware of, like, the person she was kind of in, like, diaries and everything like that. And he said after the final rose that he was, like, completely shocked to find out a lot of the stuff that she was saying. So I wonder if it's the same with Becca with Garrett and, like, I don't know, he says some stuff like, I'm such a chill dude, you know, just like to have fun. And I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) Mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, okay, what was going to say something? Oh, Wills gets a kiss. Yay! And then the bomb drops. hmm hmm Colton. Yeah. Who I absolutely adored, hooked up with Tia. Yep. There it is. <laughs> Boom, there it is. Honestly, I'm really tired of guys who I think are good and then they turn out to be trash. (laughs) Like, for example, I was on Bumble and one of my guy friends was swiping for people and my boss was swiping. But anyway, so I matched with this guy and it's going well. And then this Dumbo, I'm just going to call him a Dumbo. He's like, what do you do? And I was like, oh, I'm a server. 
and um he was like at a restaurant and i wanted to i should have been like that should have been my first clue i should have been like no like a computer server <laughs> yes at a restaurant you idiot <laughs> then he was like can i take you to dinner at your restaurant so it's free run run in another direction i was so irritated and so i messaged him back and was like um i don't get free food i mean i i do but only when christian's working which is one of my guy friends who works in the kitchen and um i don't get free food and um i'm kind of sick of the food at my restaurant so and i just said so with like eight o's and then he replied and went oh darn i wanted free food and then i didn't reply and then he said haha just kidding I didn't reply. And then he said, but in ser- all seriousness, can I take you out to eat? No. No. You've, th- you've shown your hand before you even tried to make any kind of conversation. You're going to take me to Sonic and whip out some coupons <laughs> and be like, here's your free hamburger. Like it. Oh, I have had people do that on dates before. And I'm always just like... I am worth at least a happy meal. <laughs> I am worth at least a happy i've had people do that on dates before and i'm just like you know i mean like i am i'm broke constantly so like totally get trying to save some money but maybe not on the first date and like if you're broke then let's like go have a picnic i don't know do something free yeah we don't have to we don't have to eat food (laughs) i mean we'd have to eat food but like anyway so I'm just really tired of men being trash, but I don't think that's going to change anytime soon. <laughs> um, a weekend together sounds shady, but we know from the preview that Colton's a virgin. So we know that he and Tia did not have sex. I feel, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of like, I think that's why I, um, it makes a little bit more sense now that that might be why the guys are like, kind of like, really? Like you say you're a virgin, but really, you know? Yeah, that's true. I feel like I, was- I think the, the bigger concern was the fact that had the last season not ended the way the season actually ended, Tia would have been the Bachelorette. Mm. Like, let's be real. Oh. And I if it was more of a I auditioned for the Bachelor because I thought this girl that it wasn't the right time with is going to be the Bachelorette. People need to stop doing that. Yeah, they do. I'm tired of it. Stop showing up. After you've already met this person. Yeah. Speaking of which, Lauren B posted, the Lauren B we don't like, <laughs> posted yesterday that it was a year ago that she met Ari because she like met Ari at some racetrack yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. So I'm tired of it. Stop it. <laughs> Literally stop. Literally stop auditioning for The Bachelor because you think it's, or The Bachelorette because you think it's going to be a certain person because. And you've met them before. Yeah. Stop. Well, that puts you. That's why I thought it was boss that last week when Becca sent the guy home. Yes. Yes. Like, we didn't have this connection. Bye. <laughs> we didn't have it Loved before it. the show. We're not going to have it now. Goodbye. Go home. I love it. I love, but it irritates me to no end. I do love that Becca is super transparent and honest and that she's like, you know what? This is going to be something that's going to weigh on my mind. Like, and she's not like dismissive of him, but she's just honest with him. Yeah. In in that vein, I think what's um, <clears throat> kind of interesting to me is that um, I texted Rachel last night because I'm a procrastinator. So I was finished watching, finishing watching the episode last night before we recorded today. Um <laughs> 
And I texted Rachel and I was like, I feel like, not gonna lie, that phrase, not gonna lie, is Becca's <laughs> I love that. That's <laughs> true. <laughs> she says it like four times in this episode. And I was like, girl, you know I love you. Stop it. <laughs> So Wills gets the rose on the group date and then we move into the cocktail and it super starts off super dramatic with the voiceover and the music. Yeah. And then Becca comes out in that dress. <sighs> and Ash's heart stops. Literally flatlined. And my reaction was because I am unfortunately very straight was I need Becca to be my best friend. Yeah, that was um, yes. that was my reaction too. <laughs> so Clay did this cute little thing with her with the dance and the football. Clay Harbor, our male Lane Bryant, <laughs> so cute. It was so smooth. It was so adorable. And I think it got her to like you know she had had all of these things happen and was feeling super kind of bummed, and it got her to loosen up and remember that this process is supposed to be fun. Yes. So kudos yes. to Clay Harbor. I okay. I also thought that maybe I messed up his name, and it was like Clay Harper. No. And then I followed him on Instagram, and was like, "Nope, it's Clay Harper." It's definitely Clay Harper. Um, I don't remember who David is until they say chicken, like as job. <laughs> uh, my and problem, then I'm like, "Oh yeah, I think he's cute." My problem is that the rose ceremony. I was like, there were so many guys who called, like you said, who I was like, "Who? <laughs> who are you talking yeah. about right now?" And. I get really tired of too when people on girls and guys when they get mad that someone steals their time away and says that it's disrespectful. <laughs> it's not completely disrespectful. This is part of the bachelor and the bachelorette. Yep. You're gonna have time stolen away. Like it's it, like get a grip. Like it's it's get over yourself. Yeah. You, it's it's gonna happen. Yeah. Like they're not disrespecting you personally. This is not a personal attack. Like. Maybe it is if it's, like, a consistent thing. Like, every time you sit down, they're, like, two seconds later, they're, like, can I take him? Like, Bibiana like, from last season. Oh, I love Bibiana Me so too. much. Me too. She was my girl. We love you, baby. Um, I love you. Um, and, but, get over yourself. Like, yeah. this was not completely disrespectful. It's just part of the game. I think the only thing that made it seem kind of disrespectful to me, and the only reason why I think, I don't think maybe the only reason why, but I think the big reason why David was kind of like, mm, is because he was naked. <laughs> True. Right. Um, Jordan is literally Derek Zoolander. He is. Because that whole conversation that they were having, I was waiting for him to say, because they were like, is there anything more to you than being a male model? <laughs> and I was waiting for Jordan to be like, is there more to life than being really, really ridiculously good looking? <laughs> I think that might have broken the tension that was in the room a little bit better. <laughs> right? <laughs> that is reaction. Um, I'm, I, I do have to give Colton props for coming out with the fact that he and Tia, like, had a fling so early. Because I feel like so many other guys would, like, hide it until they were really invested. Mm -hmm. And Colton was like, you know what? I'm going to lay this on the line. She deserves to know. Um, and if she's going to send me home because of it, like, then she's going to send me home. But like, I kind of give him props for not doing it when he's like, when they're both really invested, you know? Yeah, I'd agree with that. All right. We are to the rose ceremony. Now, 
Jordan is standing there in a towel. <laughs> we should mention that. Jordan decides to come downstairs. Was he in undies or was it uh, a swimsuit? I think it was boxer briefs. Yeah. He's in his undies mm-hmm. because he decides that as a male model, <laughs> that's how he's going to get attention. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But he's standing at the rose ceremony in a towel and boxer briefs. I think it was a blanket. Yeah. Okay. Like a furry okay. blanket. Because I it like looks- stopped the TV to see what it was. Because <laughs> I was like, what are you wearing? <laughs> what are you wearing? <laughs> I can't and I shan't. Like, I just... <laughs> so, the first three people to get roses, no clue who they are. Chris R., <laughs> Jason, John. No clue. Yep, no probably, idea. Probably the non-existent Alan got a rose, too. Still no idea. No idea. Um... Male Lane Bryant, Clay Harbor gets Rose Four. Because he's the best. Yes, we love him. Mm-hmm. Mike, who we have no idea who that is, he gets Rose Five. Um, Connor gets a Rose because he's going to be the villain. <laughs> he's got to stay. <laughs> Leo's mustache gets a Rose. Um, <laughs> this weird David Jordan rivalry started. Yeah. And- it's so out of the blue and it's like they're trying so hard for drama already and it's like it's episode two it will happen yeah i feel like um similar again similar to crystal i feel like every time that jordan gets a rose i'm gonna be like really becca really yeah yep nick gets a rose don't know who that is They have Jordan talking such a big game that I'm convinced he's going to be one of the guys that, like, gets cut. Yes. You know, because, um, so he's, like, talking this big game. Ryan gets a rose. Still don't know who that is. Kristan gets a rose. Love him. Love Kristan. Then Jordan gets a rose. Um, then the discovery is made that Lincoln, neither Lincoln nor Colton have a rose. And there are two roses left. (laughs) Lincoln gets the second to last rose. And then it's super obvious that Colton is going to get the last rose because we already saw in the previews that he's going to tell Becca that he's a virgin. Yeah. And he hasn't done that yet. So it's not obvious. It's not, it's not dramatic when you've already shown us him in the preview. Right. right. Exactly. A bunch of people leave that I don't even know. So I wasn't really concerned. <laughs> um, Alex is really sad. Oh, he cried. I felt so bad. I think he'd be interesting to get to know. I think he's going to be on Paradise. Yeah. Mm. And I hope he finds someone lovely. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) So it's become even more obvious to me that Jordan and David are going to be the two-on-one. Oh, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, and it's going to be... Oh, that was good. I'm going to tell you, like, I <laughs> I am so impressed by their constant parallels to Crystal, and I think that's intentional. Yes, agreed. Um, and then it ends with um, someone, I don't even have who set it down, because I thought it was so funny. Cheers to you being a B-word. Oh, it was Jordan. Jordan said that. Yeah. And I just need to say that, I think, every time I take a drink now. <laughs> Cheers to you being a... Yeah. Same. I think that's going to be our new catchphrase. Overall, there was a lot that happened this episode. Yeah, for week one. That's like It's a lot. Yeah. Like, they crammed a lot in there. Yeah, they did. Kind of overwhelming. A little bit. I just don't know who half these people are. 
I feel like they're, they're going to start giving out dates like next week. And I'm going to be like, I don't know who that is, but I'm excited to find out. If Alan gets a date, we all win. <laughs> <laughs> if the rose card, yes. if the date card says Alan. <laughs> if the date card says Alan, it's actually me. <laughs> or me. Give me the chance. To be I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's both of us. <laughs> I'll be your wing woman. Right. Well, this is your lesbian two on one. You only get to pick one of us, and it's obviously going to be me. So, because I'm not a lesbian. <laughs> right. Exactly. Anything, any last things to add for the wrap up, friends, before we take a break and then head into the recipe segment? Oh, wait till the recipe, you guys. It's perfect. What can I say? <laughs> All right, guys. Anything to add, Christy? No, I'm good. That was a good episode. It was a good episode. All right. We will see you in a few minutes for the uh, recipe segment. Get ready. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit, fam. Bye. Bye. Hello again. Welcome back. It's recipe time. Yeah. So, Ash, do you want to tell everybody what our recipe is this week? (laughs) Okay. So, um, in honor of Connor's little meltdown (laughs) at the after party, we, uh, Rachel has selected, and I, guys, I laughed out loud when she sent me this. It is shattered glass jello squares. Yeah, it is. In <laughs> honor, in honor of our favorite unofficial bachelor contestant, the sound guy. Yes. Basically, it's super easy. You're gonna take a bunch of different colors of Jello. You're gonna make them. You're gonna set them. Then you're gonna cut them up into squares, mix them together, and then you're gonna pour unflavored Jello and a, and sweetened condensed milk mixed together bomb dude sweet and condensed milk and anything makes it amazing oh i don't know how people lived before sweet and condensed milk they didn't <laughs> they didn't know what life was <laughs> they had no idea so you literally like let that set to room temperature pour it over these little cubes of different colors of jello let it set and you have connor's broken glass jello make sure you don't throw it in the pool I mean, I guess you could because it's Jello. You could. I mean, I like Jello, but I guess if you don't like Jello, you could just, in honor of Connor, just throw it in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this recipe comes from Love Bakes Good Cakes. Great. Um, which, I mean, I don't disagree. <laughs> Me neither. Um, and it came with a suggestion that if you don't want to be like Connor, you could do, like, for the 4th of July, use, like, red and blue Jello. Or oh. for like Christmas, use like red and green. Or for Hanukkah, that's super use like. Cute. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cute? Yeah. I would totally. That's like some Martha Stewart stuff right there. Your nephew would love that. Yeah, oh, yeah, he would. You guys, great recipe for toppers. Like, my nephew would be like, Jello! Right. And it's like broken glass Jello. He'd be, he would be so mesmerized by the color. Christy, do you like Jello? 
I don't. I don't like the texture. She's like, mm, no, broken glass jello. Take a hard pass. <laughs> I'm good. Good. Thanks, though. Appreciate it. <laughs> All right, guys. As always, we'll have the link to the recipe in the show notes, and we'll also have it on our website. Um, we will see you in a few minutes for the wrap up. Bye. Bye. One last time. Y'all don't get me started on that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Christy, did you have fun? I did have fun. Thanks for having me. Of Of course. course. We love you, Christy. Yes, we do. We love you. Um, Christy, do you have, where can our listeners find you on social media? Um, so... You can find me on Facebook. It's Christy Ramsey. Um, and if you're friends with these crazy goons, they're all friends with me. So <laughs> you can find me on there. Um, Just talk a little bit. You'll find her. Yeah, you'll find me. Instagram's Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-Y-N, and it's and Ramsey, R-A-M-S-E-Y. Just straight. Um, I was on Instagram before Instagram's cool, so, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's, um, that's all I got. I don't, do, um, I don't do a whole lot of social media outside of that. Um, and some blog stuff with these crazy goons. So I imagine they've told you how to connect with our blog. Our blog is Grace and Feminism. It is a um, Christian feminist millennial blog collective, and you can find it at graceandfeminism.wordpress.com. Christy is our lovely editor. Who tells us to fix our mistakes and get (laughs) it together. Basically. (laughs) That's that's my place. (laughs) a great position i love to get to do it so um so really on social media i'd love for you to check that out yeah um, yeah there so yeah ash where can we hit you up okay so i finally got my social media handles like figured out um so you can find me on facebook it's uh ashley with two d's like ashley simpson but don't compare me um Ashley K-A-E-K Montgomery that's a really long name so you don't have to add me on Facebook um, on Instagram I am at the underscore happy underscore lesbian on Twitter I am just at the happy lesbian no underscores because Twitter's nicer and I write for the Grace and Feminism blog and I'm that's about it beautiful I am at Rachel Sham Diego on Twitter and Instagram because Carmen San Diego literally is everything. Life. Um, I have a book blog at rachelreading.wordpress.com. I'm on Litzy at Maximoffs, A M A X I M O F F S, because Wanda Maximoff is a goddess and I love to read. <laughs> She is. She's just so wonderful. I literally have a Scarlet Witch purse. Don't get me started. Oh, um, nice. And for Fantasy Sweets, you can email us at fantasysweetspodcast at gmail.com. Remember that we spell sweets S-W-E-E-T-S um, or at Fantasy Sweets on Facebook. Um, Fantasy Sweets Podcast on Instagram. Our website is bit.ly slash fantasysweets. And coming very, very, very soon, 
we will be on Greta, which is very cool because Greta um, will allow us to upload transcripts of our podcasts. So people who are hearing impaired can actually see what we're talking about and also allow you guys to create little clips that you can share of your favorite funny moments. So we will be on Greta probably in the next few weeks um, and we'll get everything uploaded and um, it'll be great. Yeah, and if you want to us to find your stuff on Instagram or Twitter, just use the hashtag hashtag the sweet life. Ooh, I like that. Thank you. And, and sweet I'm, life spelled S W E E T. Yes, and I will go through Instagram and Twitter, and we will talk. We will be buddies. I, I can't wait. <laughs> well, this was lovely. Thank you so much, Christy, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. We love you. We love you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.